Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Happy New Year 2020, everyone. 2020. Wow, what a year. What a what a name. I, I kind of like it, you know? 2020. Like, I don't know. It makes me think of the 2020 show or the 2020 vision. And I think it's, I don't know, kind of ties into this topic tonight that I'm going to share with you how my new year began today. What a story. You know, you think about 2020, the news report, and 2020, the vision, and hindsight's 2020, and you just never know for sure what's going on sometimes, perceptions, reality, and, and all that. And I learned a lot of lessons today. It's going to be a short and sweet segment. And normally, you know, I'm going to be doing this Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Central Time uh, regular episodes, just so stay tuned throughout the year. I'm going to be doing lots of interviews and, and segments and all that. But I felt compelled to share this with all of you. I, you know, this morning when it happened, I posted it for family and friends on my Facebook. And the more I thought about it all day long, I can't stop thinking about it. You know, I felt compelled to share with all of you because of the lessons I learned today that maybe, just maybe, it can help someone else. So here we go. Oh, boy. All right. So today, I, uh, long story long, I saw something that didn't look right. And I'm going to give you the background story here in just a moment. But to get to the point, just so you know what happened in, in the long run, that I'm still hoping and praying everything's okay because I don't know the final answer yet, which scares me. You know, I hope I can even sleep tonight, honestly. Um, but I think and hope no news is good news. So basically... I saw something earlier today that didn't seem right, and it turned out my instinct was right, and it turned out that it turned into an amber alert. So let me give you the background on what happened so that way, whether it's amber alert or another situation, you go with your, you trust your gut, you go with your instinct, and and don't hesitate to call for help, and don't ignore other people calling for help either. So here we go. I hope I can do this in under 12 minutes. I went to my local movie theater this morning. I went to see that. I think it's called Spies Like Disguise. We had a couple of free movie tickets. Ironically, the last time we went to this local theater near home, uh, the the couple of seats that we got, both our seats, my husband and I got two seats for this other movie. I think it was oh, Star Wars. Star Wars movie was the last one we saw. And our seats, you know, they have recliner seats. Well, they happen to not work. And, um, like, they were literally, uh, like, kind of awkward positions. They weren't even down all the way or up all the way or whatever. They were just weird positions, and they were just stuck like that. So we had to sit kind of awkwardly the whole movie, and I didn't want to, you know, try to, you know, change movie times and all that because it was already late. But anyway, I'm getting so off track. But that's how, what led us to today. So we we were given a couple of movie, free movie passes and decided, you know, it's New Year's Day. Let's go see an early movie. We had to get there early because we couldn't use them online. We had to go in person to actually get the seats reserved and all that you know in person so the movie started 11 a.m so we got there by 10 30 a.m um you know the theater was actually locked when we first arrived and then they opened the doors like 10 30 a.m right you know right after we got there um i think there were a couple of men in front of me you know no big deal got their concessions and stuff because the they were such slow such a slow time mind you this is such a slow time early morning you know 11 a.m first movie of the day uh, and there was one other movie going on next door to us as well. I'm not sure what movie that was. I think Star Wars, if I remember right. Anyway, uh, 
So we saw the spies like this guy's, which is more, you know, animated, so family friendly type movie. And um and so anyway they sent us to get in the concession line so there was, you know, such low time they would just have short staff and so um not many employees there yet. So the same guy doing concessions was also doing movie tickets. So we did all that, got through that, got through this movie. And I, I did notice uh, a couple things throughout the movie I noticed was this mom and, and her little baby boy, you know, he wasn't a bad kid, don't get me wrong. He just, you know, was a little active, a little restless off and on, but not too bad. And so she would walk up and down the stairs with him a little bit. And at one point he walked up to me, you know, because they were like sitting a row uh, above us. And he just smiled so big, and he was just the cutest, sweetest little thing with the most curly hair. And, you know, I have natural curly hair. I, I remind me of myself when I was a baby, you know, with natural curly hair and all. And he was just so cute, and he was smiling and laughing and giggling throughout the movie. Just so, so sweet. So the movie is almost over. I think there was only like 30 minutes left into this movie. And I'm sitting there, and, you know, we're in a small theater, 11 a.m., you know, showing. So it's about... I guess 11 to, I think the movie was an hour and a half, so probably about noon at this point, if I remember right. And, um, but don't quote me. And so, all of a sudden, this guy walks in wearing, like, a sweatshirt hoodie and jeans, and I don't know why, when I first saw him, my heart actually dropped. Now, I don't live far from White Settlement. Y'all probably heard about the church shooting recently. I live about 20 minutes from where that happened. So I know people that know people that were at that church or, you know, family of that church, you know, and, and, you know, I've seen the video and at first thing I thought was, you know, oh my gosh, you know, I don't know. I just had this weird, terrible vibe feeling and it was just, it was just weird. And, um, you know, seeing this guy walking with this hoodie on, sweatshirt hoodie, you know, I couldn't really see his face very well. And, uh, so at this point, the, the mom and the baby boy are sitting on the side stairs in the theater, and he walks up to them, and it, I didn't know if they knew each other or not, so mind you, that's why I hesitated at first, so please understand that, because now I'm really hard on myself today, regretting that I didn't take action even sooner, and you'll understand why in a minute. So the guy comes up to her, and and just she kept saying, stop it, stop it, leave me alone, you know, go away, stop it, stop it. And I wasn't for sure, but I thought he'd trying to take the kid. But then, you know, I wasn't sure, like, you know, if they were together. Like, you know, it, I hadn't seen him in the theater until then, but then she wasn't, like, screaming. She was just like, stop it, stop it. And then I thought, you know, well, he, maybe they're a couple and they're just arguing and maybe he'd been at the theater next door. You, you just never know, you know. So I didn't want to intrude because I thought, well, you know, it could just be an argument. But then, then it got weirder. So then she was like, stop it, stop it. So she stood up, and then she went back to her seat, you know, the row above me, and, uh, you know, with the baby. And then he followed her, and he sat down about two, three seats, I think, away from her. So I was like, that's kind of weird. But then, I, you know, again, I didn't know if they were just together arguing. And then... And then he tried to, like, reach over, get the baby again. And I was like, oh, no. So at this point, she walks down to the bottom of the stairs, you know, like pretty much by that little side hallway thing, you know, like when you get out to the bottom of the stairs inside a theater, um, you know, in your auditorium, and you're about to like exit that little side hallway. So I can still see them, and it just started getting escalating. It started getting worse, I thought, because I'm like, okay, 
this just happened on the stairs, then the seats, and now she's, this is the third situation, and it's all happening in a row. And I'm like, okay, it's gotten out of hand now. This is too much, too going on too long. So I see the guy, once again, for the third time bothering her, and and I can see he's trying to block her from, she's trying to get out. Like, he's trying to block her from leaving the theater and then reaching for the kid again. Like, he's trying to, and she's holding the kid as tight as she can. So I don't know what came over me, but the first thing I did, and I don't even know why I did it this way. I don't know, you know, you, just, you never know how you're going to react in a situation. So I stood up in the theater and I yelled, something's not right, y'all. But no one really acknowledged me because, you know, everyone's into this movie and they probably thought like I thought, you know, there's probably just arguing, nothing's wrong. And my gut just told me, follow your gut, follow your instinct. Something's wrong, but don't be stupid. Don't mess with the guy. So I started to run down there. And my intent was, there was that, was all, that was the only exit side. There wasn't a, a separate exit side. You know, some theaters have two sides with exits. This one only had one exit side, the same exit side they were they were on in that theater. So my plan was just to, to, you know, walk as fast as I could and, and, you know, down there and then, and then, you know, walk past them and then run to security. But by the time I got down there, they were gone. And, and so then I started running and as I was running uh, outside, you know, once I realized, oh my gosh, where'd they go? Oh my gosh. Like, I, I just thought, oh my gosh, this guy just took this, this woman and her baby. Like, oh my gosh, what's happening? You just, all these thoughts in your head. Well, our theater happened to be close to an outside exit door, you know, like from the theater to the actual outside world. And the door it was flinging. Like I could tell, oh, my gosh, they just went out there. He just took them out there. Like I just knew. And I ran to the security guard. I knew for sure we have an, uh, usually a security guard or off-duty policeman at all times at this particular theater. They've had for many years now, thankfully. So I knew where he was. So I ran to him. It's usually by like where they take the tickets and stuff as you enter. So I ran to him and I was like, I don't know if they know each other or not, but this, it looked like this man was messing with this woman and her baby trying to grab the baby and she was not having it. Like she kept telling him to leave her alone. And I said, I think they just went out the exit door, just flung open, you know, I said, please, please go after them. And, and you know, I don't know for sure, but I'm not chancing it. Please go check on them. Well, the weirdest part was that I thought everything turned out okay because I didn't know what to do at that point. I thought, okay, just, you know, let him take over the situation, get out of harm's way, potentially. So I went back to the theater and finished the movie. And then I I saw and heard the mother come back in the theater, but I didn't see the baby. And she had another little kid with her, and I think like a sister or a friend, some other lady. I couldn't really see her very well because they were in the row, you know, above us, and I wouldn't be too obvious looking up too much. And I heard her say something about so-and-so took the baby. So I thought, okay, I guess they know each other. They They had an argument. And then she kept going back and forth. She'd be gone for a long time, and she'd come back and forth to the theater, like check on her other kids, and then, and then go back to wherever. And so, you know, after all this, you know, that movie's ended half an hour later. After all this, you know, gone down. Um, so I went back, finished the movie, heard that, but thought, okay, I guess, I guess that's what happened. I guess they know each other, and that, you know, they just had an argument or whatever. It's like they're married or live together. I don't know. I still didn't know for sure. But then I found out. Well, I start shaking. I'm still in shock. It's because after all that happened, um, after the movie ended, and I went out, I saw the security guard first, and he's like, come here, come here, you know, and he said, I want you to know, you know, you did the right thing. Thank you for coming to get help, and I want you to know that was a non-custodial 
Amber Alert. And then I look across in the lobby, and they have our local police, and the mom is there too, crying. And 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 at first I misunderstood, hoping and thinking that that they prevented the guy from leaving and caught the baby. And then I realized as I was leaving, they haven't gotten the baby yet. They haven't caught the guy. Uh, I called later because I said, wait a minute, you know, I'm a little confused. What's going on? Is there any update? Because I realized as, uh, you know, after I gave my like this, you know, I had to give this whole witness account to the police and everything, my phone number, name, and all that. I said it dawned on me that that lady, the mom, didn't have the baby, and I'm sure if they found the baby, the baby would be in her arms, you know. And I'm like, what's going on? He said, well, all I can tell you is that she herself ran after the guy when he took the baby and wrote down the license plate number and gave it to the police. I don't know for sure, but it sounds like the way they worded it. That I don't know if he's biological father or her boyfriend, but the way they worded non, quote unquote, non-custodial Amber Alert makes me think they do know each other. But she apparently did not that he has no legal right to this child, and she obviously did not want want him around this child whatsoever, and he took the child, and so I'm having trouble like even focusing today because all I can think about is you know. Is this baby okay? And I think and hope and pray, um, you know, it's like security guard told me, he said, you know, stay calm and faithful that, that you know, they got the license plate and that they, you know, stay faithful and calm that they, that the police did find, you know, the baby and that the baby's safe and, and all. And I'm hoping and praying that because no news is kind of good news in this situation because well, there's a lot of weird rules and stuff with Amber Alert. And thankfully, I have not seen an Amber Alert come up on tech stuff. So hopefully that's a good sign. I hope to go on. But, uh, I just want to ask for y'all's prayers and also ask all of you to, to please be vigilant because, you know, I understand like those people watch the movie, but I had hoped when I stood up and yelled like someone, you know, other people were going to step in and help too, you know, prevent this from happening. And then me wishing I, I, I didn't wait for the third scenario. I should have done it the first scenario. You know, I was three times he tried to take the baby. I should have just gotten up the first second to that security guard. So I'm just kicking myself so bad and wishing so bad I had gone sooner and um i know i sound kind of numb now because i cried all day but i just appreciate y'all listening and your prayers and i just want that baby back with mom and i just wish i would get some kind of confirmation and peace of mind knowing somehow some way if someone could just let me know that this baby is fine and back with mom uh i know it's kind of a weird way to say happy new year but that's how the first day of 2020 started for me thanks for listening love and peace this is shell saying good night and prayers